Well, who doesn't face fear? Who doesn't face stress? Who doesn't face challenges? We all face challenges. Jesus said there'll be trials and tribulations. (laughs) There's no way of getting through that, except you can get through it with a lot of joy. You can get through it with a lot of hope. But it takes faith, and without actioning it, your faith is dead. (laughs) So recently, I met someone, and this happens very constantly in professional life and just domestic life. He was an owner of a commercial home building business. He was in a mess. He was feeling overwhelmed, fearful, frustrated, and feeling bad about how he was treating his people. And that's a problem for a lot of us. Uh, We all go through stress and trials and challenges. It could be health, it could be money, it could be anything. Um, We're going to face those challenges. But he was in a way that he disclosed to me, we walked into a kitchenette and for 10 minutes, He explained to me what was going on. So we used a process called Eat Dirt. Now, Eat Dirt is about capturing those thoughts, bringing in into the obedience of Christ. But it's not just that. It's what we transfer into our minds, renewed minds, using the words of Christ to transform how we think And ultimately, how we're feeling. A lot of people are driven by emotions. And I've been one of those for most of my life. But over the last years, capturing those thoughts and changing them and learning how to put better thoughts in there that are in line with the Bible has changed my life. It has changed my life. It's given me hope. It's given me joy and I pass that on and I'm facing challenges just like you. I face challenges, both health challenges. I face financial challenges. I face relational challenges. I face all sorts of challenges just like you. We're no different. Everyone is wanting the same thing. Everyone wants to feel pleasant. Otherwise, we wouldn't even chase God. We wouldn't be seeking his kingdom first. Why would we do that if it wasn't a pleasant thing? The end game is very pleasant, but we can have comfort while we're going through it. So back to the story. This man's name was Vince. Now, in his story, he had a change after we identified the thoughts that were going on and we brought them into obedience And then we replaced them with thoughts of hope, thoughts of confidence, thoughts of strength, thoughts of love and peace. And together we worked out what they were through a questioning process. It does take a little bit of effort. It takes a little bit of practice, quite a bit actually. But is it worth it? Yes, it's worth it, 100% worth it all the time if we're doing it if we're practicing it if we're speaking it if we're writing it it's going to help if it's in line with the bible it's going to help 
If it's God's word, it's going to help. They are truth, they are life to you. He promises that. And then joy comes. Vince walked out of that 10 to 15 minute session a changed man. He went from a zero to an eight. That's 80% higher up towards a place of joy. What did that mean to him? Well, he had a smile across his face. (laughs) He walked back into that office on fire and he realised that this is the way that he wanted to be. This is who, who he really is in Christ. I received a text message from him to share with others what that experience did for him and a phone call from his sister-in-law that was so overjoyed with the change in Vince. I see this again and again and again and again and again. I see it in my own life. I see it in others' lives. I predominantly work with directors of businesses and I see it in their lives. I see it transfer into their people in their business. I see and I hear about their families changing. I see their enjoyability coming. I see the anxiousness floating away, floating right away. Is it possible to be in joy? Well, God says it is. In James 1, 2 to 4, he says, Count it joy when you face trials. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I think that's absolutely wonderful. I'm holding on to that one. I'm holding on to all the truths of the Bible. Now, the Bible may be typewritten words, but inside those words is a spirit. That's the spirit of God. He's planted those words on the pages so that they can speak to you in the spirit. We need to acknowledge our spirit the Spirit of God that's in your born-again spirit. And how do we talk to God? How do we listen to God? Well, most of the time, he's going to be speaking through that word to you. You'll get a rima word. You'll get an understanding. You'll get a revelation. Maybe this message has got a revelation for you. I pray it does, Lord. I pray there's a revelation for people, uh, anyone that's listening to this that there's a revelation on who they are and how joy actually works. Well, Paul says to rejoice always. Now, when we're thinking poorly, it's hard to rejoice when the thoughts are poor. But we can also rejoice when the thoughts are poor. Imagine having rejoicing and better thoughts. What's that going to mean to you? Your family, your business, your friends your health. Will you hold on to the promises of God that he's got good plans for you, to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for a great future? Will you trust him with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding? Will you acknowledge him in all your ways so that he can 
lead you along the right path? Will you do that? That's the question. Will you really believe his words? When I'm training, I use Dr. Emoto's rice studies and water studies to help leaders understand and for people to understand the importance of their words. Now, this may be someone that's not been open to the word of God or it may be someone that's fully open to the word of God and they don't understand the dynamics of what God has created. Obviously, anything that we look at is not permanent. It's not solid. Molecularly, it's solid, but we're looking at molecules. And, and that's the fact. And they're spinning around so fast and tight that it looks solid. But at any time, God can change that. So what does that mean to us? Well, it just means that when we speak, like Dr. Emoto shows, it changes things. Words change things. Words change rice that's inside a glass beaker filled with water. But not only does it do that, it changes the molecular structure of the water. It also changes the molecular structure of the water with typed words against the glass. No speaking, just words put against the glass. So what does that mean about the power of written or typed words? God has given us an amazing tool, an amazing tool in the Bible. And as we read the Bible, it will filter, it will come into our our spirits and fill us up. Now, it won't be immediate. It takes time to fill up and to to move out the darkness of our thoughts, um, the past integrations and and the frames of our minds. It can take a while. But as we progress, as you progress and you speak the words, you read the words, you action your faith, it will change you. I promise. God promises. No matter what you're facing right now, and it could be a terrible challenge, can God change it? Can God do miracles? Can God bring water out of a rock? Absolutely. I pray, I pray for you that you seek first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, then all these things that you need, all the things that you need will be added to you. He promises. Amen.